Hugs, Jamie here. Just a reminder, this podcast has merch. That's right. All you have to do is head to our website, UglyTruth.com, find the new merch tab, click on it, and you'll be whisked away to our store where you will find the exclusive Lip and Clip bag, as well as the Hugly t-shirt, hoodies, and all the other accoutrements that you could possibly imagine because I need options, and you should too. So treat yourself this holiday season, buy all the gifts for the loved ones, and then go to our website and buy your own. Thank you so much for supporting the Eds. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. Welcome back to the Ugly Truth. Ugh, ugh. We're here. <laughs> We're slinking into 2021, y'all. You know, it's funny because everyone thought like, oh, God, 2021 means we're, it's going to be better. And then we start with a government overthrow or an attempted government <laughs> an overthrow. Attempted, an attempted coup by the idiot rebellion. <laughs> anyway, so happy new year. It's 2021. <laughs> Nobody truly believed that this was going to be a fresh, new, exciting moment when the new year came in but you know we all i don't know about you but um and we will talk about what you did on our break the idea i'm just looking to like to the fall of 2021 when a lot of us are vaccinated and we're able to kind of meander about without you know fear of you know getting grandparents killed you know where we might be able to i don't know go to hawaii or disneyland or you know napa anything or, or school or school <laughs> and i did think about that i'm like hey you know maybe your son will start his sophomore year in a classroom with maybe he'll, teachers he'll get to go to a dance you know yeah maybe he'll get to I go actually, to homecoming <laughs> i'm kind of like frustrated but happy at the same time he got to completely bypass his freshman year and i'm just like you know not many people get to do that You're, and he, he kind of lucked out <laughs> I'm like, you really got to miss the worst part of high school. You and really, so, really did. Although, and, I mean, he's such a handsome little shit that I'm just like, you know, it wouldn't have even mattered. And especially being a boy, I'm like, it's not like you have <laughs> acne. It's not like you're short or sure, sure. Or, or anything or greasy or smelly. I'm like, you're actually a pretty decent looking kid. So I don't imagine it would have been difficult for you, which is worse. But well, the fear still. is the, the fear is that he peaks in high school. We don't want that. So a little humiliation, a little humility or humbling in your freshman year kind of helps you remember who you you know, where you are in the pecking order of yeah, getting, getting lost or having to run across right. the campus because one class is in the A <laughs> hall and the other one's in the F hall. And God forbid your voice cracks when you have to answer a question in first period, you know, he stuff still like does that. that. We make fun of him all the time. But right. So anyway, but yes. Yeah, so we're for like, me, what? What <laughs> so when when New Year's Eve hit and I'm like, you know what, here's to a hopefully a much more pleasant second half. You know, I, I know that the first few months of this is going to be still challenging. You know, who knew that 2021 was like, hold my beer, 2020. But I think. Right. I yeah, think but in, don't in drink general, out of it and put a lid on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put a napkin over your beverage before you go to the bathroom, 2021. Well, so, you can't do um, that anyway. Otherwise, you'll get roofied, but. Well, putting the napkin over, you know what? I saw something the other day and it was like uh, a bartender put a napkin over all the girls who went to the bathroom together at a bar. And I'm like, what idiot would do that? Take your fucking drink or, or down it and then I'm order just another saying, round. If you leave a drink, you leave it. That's it's right. Done. And it's over and you get another one. I, I saw that. I'm like, well, I, I appreciate the sentiment, but I don't know any that's women. Just, that's just like a white flag here. Here, you know, drink Put me. drugs in this one and watch that girl for the next hour. And then as soon as she starts to teeter, hey, you want to go offer her a ride? Place? Yeah, exactly. Do you, need a, do you need a walk? You know what? The thing about 2021 was that we had... Or, I'm sorry, the thing about 2021 coming into this year is at least we knew what to expect. Right, we, we had no preconceived notions. We had no clue what, what <laughs> was about to happen. Now we're just We like, were okay, innocent I, summer children in 2020. It was like the first time riding a bull. And, yes. and no one told you you were going to the rodeo. <laughs> it's but like now we're like, all right, we, we, I got it. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? it's like, well, it's, it was uh, like no, it was like no lube anal in January of 2020. Oh, God. <laughs> And then it's like, no, the spit doesn't help. And then, you know, now we're we're seasoned. We understand You've how thought things of work. other options. You're just like, okay, well, we can do this. We can do that. I'll shit a little or something. You know, something will like, happen. But we know, we know what to expect. Disgusting. I can't believe I just said that. 
<laughs> oh, oh God, I've been God. saying lots of things that have uh, either been getting a ton of reaction or zero reaction. <laughs> oh, social media? Yeah, I, ah. I thought of a new career path and apparently didn't go off very well. Oh, what, screaming at people who are sensitive? No, I said... <laughs> You'd be the worst therapist ever, by the way. Victor, either that or I'd be a really great one. Uh, Victor, Depends. Even my therapist said I'd probably make a good therapist. I don't know, Polly. You have zero tolerance for weakness, or that what you perceive as weakness. So. Well, see, the thing is, is, but that's just the thing is, is that then you give them tools. The first time use. somebody dared to shed a tear in front of you, you'd be like, are you really crying right now? No, I would not. You do that to I would me try, all the time. I would try and give them tools to you know, <laughs> overcome the weakness. But See, anyways, here's the I, problem. Here's the problem that I have with it. You think crying is a weakness. I, I don't. don't. I, I do don't not think it's, think it's weak to cry. Yes, you just so you just I did said not so. okay if they're crying about something that isn't cryworthy, then yes we'll see but, but that's who saying, are you to say because jamie there's obviously things like okay so we've been watching this this series called death row stories there was one show called cruel and unusual and then it said botched executions and oh I my god I, every, I giggle every time i say the title i don't know why it's sick <laughs> but um so they profiled like three executions that went poorly because they were using this uh, uh, drug called like medulla or medalla or something like that. And um, anyway, so I kept coming across it. And I'm like, all right, I'm all, that's it. I'm like, we just have to watch it and get it over with. Victor's like, okay. <laughs> so I was just like, anyways, these executions, like this drug just did not work. It took someone up to two hours to die. And actually at one point they had to close the curtain they had to um, bring the person like out of the comatose and they stopped the execution because it just it wasn't working. And then an hour later, he died of a heart attack. What? <laughs> and the horrible. people in the in the whatever the audience or I don't know what they call it. They were like the, his family. They were just mortified. And then the other family, it was he had killed a little girl. At the press conference, they're just like, I'm glad. They're like, I don't feel bad. Everyone wants to say how cruel and unusual it is. Well, do you think it was cruel or unusual? How do you think my daughter felt when she was dying? He's like, all you people that, you know, think the death penalty is is wrong. He's like, well, what if it was your daughter? How do you think? He's like, you can all go fuck yourselves. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm just like, he must be a part of our family. Anyways, so I told Victor, I'm like, you know what? That's it. I will be an execution heckler oh my goodness <laughs> and Victor's like, is that a job no but i'm gonna create it and so i said i'll be in there i'm like we can start snickering we can start you know like in under our breath going chug 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 mm -mm. or and then you know whoever's in the room they'll be like if you don't stop if you don't keep it down we'll uh, we'll escort you out of this room and i'm like well he's not keeping it down and he gets to stay Speaking so. of bizarre humor, I was listening to a podcast the other day. You know, it is really hard to find new non-current event podcasts right now. It's really hard. And one of the things I realized was comedians were, you know, they're broken people. That's why they're so funny. Yes. Their shows are great unless something tumultuous is occurring. And then they're kind of thrown off a bit. But there was a one I was listening to, and this was before um, the Capitol thing. And um, <laughs> he's... I, I immediately realized we we really should have been comedians in some form or fashion. I'm not sure. I'm Maybe not giving it up yet. I, I'm I'm building a, a small repertoire for my Saturday Night Live audition. This might be. Well, see, you're more physical front of a camera comedy. I'm more writing verbal comedy. I think that's that's definitely where we have the same bug, just different um, strengths. But I created goes, a bit last night because I saw a, a, a pad commercial and you know how they usually do the blue water. Yeah. Someone actually did red water. Like, yeah, I heard that they were red starting, water. They're starting. And I was just that. like, oh mm -hmm. my God. I'm like, that's a huge breakthrough. Yeah. And well, it's so been I about said, a year or two. Yeah. That opened so many doors. And so I started this whole bit about being in the marketing department at like Tampax and, or, you know, always. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, we're going full Quentin Tarantino on this next <laughs> campaign. And I'm like, we brought in Marty the Butcher. And they're like, oh, what, does this involve steaks? I'm like, no, no, no. We got the scraps and the juice. <laughs> so we're going all the way.
So anyway, I was listening to this show, and he comes from a really large uh, Irish family, a lot of a lot of uh, unkind childhood experiences, and he's like, I don't know, maybe one of the young. I think he's the youngest, if not the youngest, of ten kids, and um, that his parents were like Shiite Catholics, so it was a rough childhood for him. So he has a ton of nieces and nephews, and you know his niece has the same dark humor that he is has become very popular for and so she's getting married but they're waiting because of the whole coronavirus thing so they're waiting but she goes yeah i'm really looking forward to getting married he goes oh are you white what are you looking forward to she goes i think i'm gonna make a really good widow and i (laughs) laughed so fucking hard i was like see that's the kind of shit we say that's the kind of stuff we say we should be funeral oh we can't be funeral hecklers oh my god our own funeral hecklers for sure, funeral crashers. You know, pick upon the. Uh... Actually, that's what like Harry. He was so smart, and Harry met Sally. He started looking at the obituaries to see like he leaves behind a wife, a daughter, and, and a, a beautiful bedroom, one bath apartment. <laughs> 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 he really, and it's true. They should combine the real estate section with funerals and notices. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm just like, see, that's the kind of shit I want to hear in podcasts. It's very rare. I hear it sometimes, like. You know, Bill Burr's really good at it, but it's not, it's just not prevalent anymore. And I don't know, I don't think people are sensitive. I just think that no one does it unless well, you no go to a stand-up show. no one dares to say it because there's so many people that get their, you know, cotton panties in a bunch, raw cotton panties in a bunch. And they're no. just like, oh my God. I, it's because there's no freaking live comic on the stage comic performances anymore. It's like, they, they don't have an outlet and so, and it's really hard to convey that, <clears throat> excuse me, it's really hard to convey that humor on a microphone. Like you need everything. You need the face, you need the body movements, you need everything to make it really hilarious. At least what you have miss going it. for you in the comedy realm is people are there to see comedy. So if yes. they get like all like, you know, clutching their pearls, you know, tight wad ass, it's just mm. like, well, what did you think you were going to see when you came here? Yeah. Obviously we're not doing sermons on the mount. So I mean... <laughs> You know, and it's a two drink minimum. Would you order a glass of milk? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, that's where I think you and I would be really good in is the hecklers. You would be really good at hecklers because you I'm you to get are... heckled back because as soon as they'd be like, "What are you talking about?" Being a bit, <laughs> you would and I'd, like not. go running out crying. You would not. You would be like, "Really, motherfucker?" I mean, I can think of a million. See, that's the thing is I would have to have a lot of stuff in the in my holster already. Whereas you or Stephanie, you come up with shit immediately and i'm so jealous of that you guys are so good at immediate response amy schumer is like that she is badass when it comes to heckling i've seen her do it it's insane i love it but you guys are like that so good so so good at that i'm not i would have to have a bunch of stuff in my pocket my back pocket and have it you know and and go through the file very quickly to come up with the right retort for some asshole who's screaming at me while I'm on stage. So Victor and I were talking about this because we've seen, of course, I've seen like a thousand military movies and they always show like when they're in boot camp and these drill sergeants are literally screaming in their face about talking about, you know, fucking their mother and how they were like, you know, I don't know, like a deformed egg and, you know, their father's, you know, had a short tail of a sperm and, you know, I don't know, their mom is <laughs> screwing the neighbor and I, I don't know, like constant, you know, things and like they, they're screaming all these things in there. And I tell Victor, I'm like, I'm like, does this bother people? And he's just like, yeah, it does. I'm like, why? I'm like, this drill sergeant knows nothing about that person. So, yeah. I mean, they're basically just spewing information that could. It just, could apply to could, anybody. It's literally inaccurate. They don't know a thing about that individual. So, I mean, if someone's <laughs> screaming at me in my face, I'm like, I would be trying so hard not to, not to laugh, laugh. I know. Because I'd be like, you are literally wasting and spitting on my face, like, information that just sounds <laughs> dumb. And, one like, of those and I know you're trying to upset me and I'm, I'm just not first of all we would not be good in the military because if a person started yelling at me I would either blow in their face to get them away from me or I would start to I'd be like you know what that's a good one by the way good burn but mm-hmm. it's not working so can yeah, is but there the another tactic is, is they can make you do push-ups and run and things like that and I just <sighs> you know I can't do that and okay so... first of all when, when the marine corps called me the day after I graduated from high school <laughs> and they said hey uh, we're calling you because we want to know if you're interested in a, a career and a life of travel and da, 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 being proud. And I said, who, who is this? 
it's the Marines, local Marine Corps. And I said, you know, if you saw me, you would laugh at yourself and you would hang up this phone. He goes, that's why, that's exactly why we're calling you. Cause you're not, you, you, you can be more than what you are. And I said, you know what? I'm going to save you the trouble. No, I don't run. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> at 18, I knew this. Oh my I don't God. need to be reminded. It's fine. I am. I admire those who do it. It ain't me. I'd be like, I'll be a leech on the military in six months. I'll be knocked <laughs> up and just waiting my time. Yeah. And so exactly. But I'll, I will it, have ended up fucking some sergeant. I'll get pregnant. It'll be over for you. I'd be like, I will find the highest highest, highest ranking, ranking colonel official that is single or yep. married. I don't really doesn't matter. <laughs> and I will be pregnant in no time. And, and then what then will you do? There'll be a whole IG internal <laughs> investigation complaint. All because and, somebody had the audacity to call me. Yeah, right. Because you called me. Yes. You want that on your record, sir? You don't. You do not want that good kind, sir. Go find somebody else who has a bad home life. Right. Um, okay. So with all of that being said, uh, we did take a nice, healthy break from mm-hmm. the podcast. Now, I will tell you, Paula, I know that really you and I... Really healthy, Jamie? Hold on a second. <laughs> um, I meant lengthy, I should say. Okay. I felt a little wayward and lost with no podcast to look forward to. I miss speaking to you. I miss thinking about what I wanted to talk with you about because you're my sibling. I know that we we didn't not communicate. We actually had copious amounts of communication. I was going to say, we talked a lot. It was all stuff that wasn't this, though. And so I I know that you and I probably have different opinions on that, but I absolutely missed recording the show. Well, trust me. I wish I had had to think about the things that I was talking to you about. I, I am aware. But with that being said, we both did a few eventful things. I don't know if we'll get to all of it today, but but you are the priority. So, Paula, what did you do on your break? I got married. So What? <laughs> This is shocking. Yeah, to you and me both. Well, I'll tell it. Wait, before you start, let me just tell you this. You, When you told me that this was going to occur, I thought it was the, first of all, nobody can really understand what, what it means when we say we're soulmates. We are genuinely like ride or die. I would do anything for you. You would do right. anything for me. So when the, we have these discussions with our siblings privately, it was one of the most sweetest most poignant discussions that when we were talking about it because you were so you couldn't have been truly that afraid that we would be disappointed we're gonna let we're gonna support whatever you do i had to ask for your guys's blessing <laughs> yeah you you felt like you i, needed I that. didn't but i i felt like i needed yeah. your guys's approval before i did it you so. did and and i you know what i thought that was just so sweet and but stephanie and i both were just like paula do whatever you need to do the, life is too fucking short Mm-hmm. You know, and the reality is, <clears throat> and you're going to get into it, but the reality is, and everybody who knows you privately knows that the fact that you and Victor weren't even married anymore was not something you wanted. You never wanted it ever. Right. So anyway, go on. Well, I mean, you know, if I'm being honest, you know, I had been to the doctor recently and unfortunately I had some troublesome news. I've, I do have state insurance. And so mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's nothing serious as of yet, but it does need to be explored. And so if I am going to have that type of thing, it's probably the kind of thing where you want to have like the best doctors possible. And Victor works for the state of California. So he's literally got the best insurance you can have in the state of California. Yeah. And so I would say over the last four to six months, literally Victor's asked me to marry him no less than six or seven times. And Mm -hmm. I keep telling him down, telling him never it's going to happen. You know, I I hate your guts and, you know, (laughs) go piss off a cliff or something. I don't know how it goes. A rope or I don't know how that saying goes. And so um, I take back my witty. I take back my witty heckler. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, because it's our relationship has just been so I've just been burned too many times and I'm I'm never going to do that again. But, you know, he's just you know, of course, says he's changed all this stuff. And so, and, and he has been very different, but I just still not, I wasn't sold. And, mm-hmm. but you know, there's always that, I don't know what it is. It's just like, I feel like we're rubber bands, you know, it's just like, we can never just, you know, separate. And I always had that feeling like, you know, no matter where we went, you know, I always felt like, well, we still have to like live by each other though, or be by each other. Cause I said, you know, I always have to take care of you no matter what. And I'm like, whoever I'm with, they're just gonna have to understand that. And, and the director's like, okay, like, like that's not practical. 
Right. <laughs> so, um, so when this happened, I'm like, okay, I'm like, so here's the deal. And he's just, and he's, well, actually, he came with me to all the doctor's appointments because he was worried. Sure. He's like, Paul, he's like, seriously, if nothing else, he's like, I promise you can divorce me when this is all settled. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, all right, fine. And so I'm like, but the problem is, is I'm like, I don't do this just for that. I'm like, when I go in, I'm all in. So I'm like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it for real. So we told the kids, the kids started sobbing because they were so happy. Yeah. And I had no idea they were going to be that. I I thought Ryan was going to be like, hell no, you know, because he's just been so defiant about the living situation. Right. But they were just happy because I guess they just, that's all they really wanted. And we've been doing great because we're not fighting each other. Well, I'm not fighting him anymore. He's worn you down. Um, I gave him a percentage of myself and I told him that I said, you get this percentage. I said, you have to earn the rest. Mm-hmm. And so fair. Um, but you know what, by the way, just so you know, that's like that for every woman. It's not just, yeah. you know what I mean? We all do that. We're all like, look, you're going to have to. And here's the other thing. I'm now, I, this is a generalization probably, but I, I don't know. I know men pretty well. I've slept with enough of them to know this. They love, <laughs> they love the hunt. They love the hunt. They would much rather chase and and win you over a million times than think that you've given up completely. Right. They just love the chase. They just well, do. So I told him, I said, and whoever you're marrying now is not who you married before. I said, you marry, you're marrying me as is. And I said, it's, <laughs> and I'm a lot tougher and I'm yeah. not a pushover. I'm not folding like a laundry chair. Right. So, or not a laundry chair, a lawn chair, sorry. A lawn, or a laundry, a laundry chair. chair. <laughs> I have no idea. And so, a laundry which chair. probably made it even more hilarious for him at the time. Probably. Chair. But anyways, so I just thought we would go to the courthouse actually, do something really simple even going to the courthouse in sacramento it was gonna be like 180 dollars. oh wow and i'm like that's stupid i'm like you can go to reno and get like a little chapel and and like a little ceremony for like 150 yeah with, i have like, no yeah. and everything i have no idea how much it costs to get married in reno or vegas i have zero clue we let's see so our chapel with pictures was like i want to say like one 180 and then their license was sixty. So for less than three hundred dollars, you got hitched in a nice little ceremony. Oh, and that included the witness. And can I get a witness? witness? Well, and that was going to be the extra charge. And at the courthouse was this, we had to pay for a witness. Actually, I think we needed two witnesses. Okay, first and of all, and then we had to pay for the officiant. And all I that would stuff. totally be. That would be my job. I would love to be a wedding witness. I'd be like, look, I. I've been a witness before, but this is the kind of witness I want to be. I don't know, um, Jamie. I will I mean, stand here. People, yeah, but not everyone <laughs> who's getting married is like, I don't know. Can you imagine someone walking there with like saggy pants and yeah. like a freaking It'd be white great. t-shirt that comes down to their knees and the girl Think of the stories. Like a, oh, my God. Like Paula. a figure skating outfit. And... Think of the story. That would be such a great podcast. Wedding witness. <laughs> the story. <laughs> I would watch that. I would listen to that every day. That's a great. Okay, that's it. I'm in partnership with execution hecklers (laughs) from the beginning and end of a relationship. Right. (laughs) That'd be awesome. I would love it. Okay. Anyway, so you so in general, everyone was on board. All the serious discussions. Everybody's eyes are wide open. Blah blah blah. So uh, I have to tell you, I offered to throw you a bridal shower. You declined (laughs) gracefully. Jamie, I was just trying. I was just going to wear something nice in my closet, and then in comes my daughter. Oh, and course. suddenly the romantic. And suddenly it's her wedding. She, oh, she was trying to buy her own wedding dress. I'm like Olivia. I'm like you cannot wear a wedding. She's like because we were looking at all these cute dresses because I told her she could be my maid of honor. Of course, and she she was trying to pick up music that everyone was going to walk down the aisle. I'm like there will be no walking down the aisle <laughs> to any music. Initially, I was like entertaining it, and then. Like, Victor's just like, I can't think of a song to walk down the aisle with to a living. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm like, I'm not. Because then. Ryan, I've got one. And then. No. And Guess then Ryan. Back, back again. Well, Olivia's just like, what about Guess Baby Got back, back, Dad? And he's Guess like, no, back. Olivia. And she's just like, but we listen to it all the time. He's like, Olivia, no, this is not the occasion for that. You know, and then Ryan and I picked a song. But I'm like, this is supposed to be the song we dance to at your wedding, Ryan. I'm like, I don't know. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I just wanted us to all kind of like gather yeah. and be like, all right, let's go. You What's know? going on? Like, Why is this becoming and, a thing? 
Because of my daughter. And so yes. then she starts picking out all these dresses. Her dress is like, was way nicer to me. It was like a midi ball gown and it was mm. navy. But then she's like, well, do they have it in white? I'm like, Olivia, I'm like, that's a wedding dress. I'm like, you can't <laughs> wear a wedding dress. And she's so going to be like, so Why? fun when she gets engaged. Oh gosh, she's going to have like a $200,000 wedding. I just know it. She's going to be like, listen, mom, this is my day. And I'm finally able to wear the white dress. So get on board. Like, Olivia, it's a day. Let's keep that in perspective. <laughs> so there was that. And then she there was looking at when we walked in. She's like, look at all these bouquets. She's like, can we use these? I'm like, yeah, if we rent them. And I'm like, we're not doing that. And so she's, mm. like, she's like, you don't want me to just like hold some flowers for the picture? I'm like, no, I don't. Oh. <laughs> so I- Paula, you are in so much trouble. <sighs> I know. I Jamie, it's ridiculous. Don't let her find Pinterest because mm-hmm. she's going to build her dream wedding like all the other girls do. I won't have to. She'll figure out a way. I'm sure I, they, she has Google. She already you knows what she looks at. Mackenzie and Malia both have, quote unquote, their, their, their boards are dream wedding or sometime in the future. That's the name of their wedding boards. And if you if you look at them, I mean, I told Daryl, I'm like, dude, we have to like we have to figure something out because these ladies think they're getting married in the forest or at some expensive vineyard or on the beach. <laughs> it's like, it is real. I take the forest and the beach. Cause I mean, you can just set up on a patch of beach somewhere, you know, <laughs> you might be like a three mile hike down there, but it can happen. Yeah. It's, you can it's, just like zip line your guests down there. I don't it's know. It's just but. super fun to see their, their, what they think that they want. It's really fun. And I'm the sure Olivia's I, would be hilarious. I would love to see what a 10 year old oh or 11 year old wants. Everyone would probably have to wear like bubble gum and, you know, mm. I don't know, sit next to sugar Kings and lollipops and, you know, she get married by the candy man, Nelly. I don't know. Yeah. It was nice to see Victor wear his uniform. That was my idea because Good. he doesn't want to wear his actually his uniform jacket was huge. It was made for like a like a four hundred pound man, and so we had to get it taken in. But she just took it in on the sides. And the thing about military je- like uniforms and jackets and things, they're just huge. So yeah. it was like it's it's almost like it was a a jacket that has like tails on it because it was so long. Well, is it one and of those things where it, like like with uh, cops, is you get one really nice dress? Yes, blues. It got issued to him, but then he had. Then they even took his measurements. I don't know why they take your measurements because it's it's usually like a small, medium, or large, and and then right. from there you have to <clears throat> go and get it tailored. And I mean, he got a small. I mean, we didn't have a lot of time, so he got like a minor no. alteration for like twenty five dollars. Yeah. And if he wanted to get it like significantly altered, it would have probably cost him a lot more, and it would have taken a long time. Did so, you like your dress? Uh, yeah, I did. I just wish I didn't look like a beluga whale, and you know. <laughs> white lace but you know i did not think you look like a beluga whale well you haven't seen the full body shots i've only shown you a picture of my face here's the thing paula nobody knows how to photograph people you know very rarely does anyone know how to photograph things like that i we i have been to disneyland and i have seen these professionals try to take photos of families never have i seen anyone look remotely attractive in those photos they don't even they just see bodies and they click. That's it. There's no, you know, no Olin Mills professionals anymore. Well, I'm just trying to find an airbrush program so I could slip my stomach a little bit and like my <laughs> back and my arms. So I just maybe it was kind of slim bad it dress. out. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. There's but... a lot of amazing Photoshop uh, apps out there that you can use. So. so there's a few like there's one where I have my arm over my body because I was touching Olivia's shoulder. I'm like, well, that's OK. I'm like, at least I'm covering myself. And so. <laughs> And I think I was like twisted sideways a little bit. So I'm like, well, that's acceptable. Then there was one, God, I don't even, I I don't even know what I was thinking. I was sitting on Victor's lap in a chair and I think Olivia was taking the picture. So it was from like the ground up and I was like, (laughs) why would you do that? I was happy at the moment. And then when I saw the picture, I literally screamed at the the (laughs) chapel. I was like, "Ah!" immediately. I'm like, give me that phone. I'm like, how many are there? (laughs) <laughs> so I deleted them because I was like sitting there holding my thigh and I was just like, I, I didn't even think I had that much body. And so. I- <laughs> oh, please. Are you kidding? We we went to Arizona back in November with the girls and we foolish. What what was I thinking? We were happy. We weren't thinking. Sitting on this exactly. extra, extra soft couch 
Daryl, Natalie, and I sitting on this couch together with her with our masks on because you know we were trying not to kill anybody. And of course, it's like eye level. So my ass looks so huge. I'm like, okay, there is no way that I look like that. I look like a PTA mom who hasn't seen the light of day in a decade. <laughs> There's no way. I said, Daryl, is this what I look like? Please tell me because I'm going to immediately call someone and get lipo. And he's like, no, it's the couch. And I'm like, all right, that's it. No more happiness. We have to be fully vain and fully aware of ourselves at all times. And then what's funny is, is there was this picture. It was actually really cute where we're looking at each other. And normally I'm opposed to side profile pictures. I mean, actually, there's many because she kept taking pictures during the ceremony. And then the kids are just like, Mom, why is your hair hiding your face? I'm like, well, I'm like, there's a very good reason for that. But you'll never know. And so um, there's this one where she has us like it's staged after the wedding. And mm-hmm. we're looking at each other. And of course, Victor's got like, you know, a mouse petite profile, like everything about his profile or his face features are like, you know, mousy and small. Mm. And, um, you know, then you've got me like freaking Quasimodo behemoth. And <laughs> what's I was looking at, I'm like, oh, that's actually not that bad. And then as I looked closer, my whole profile is casting a shadow and the <laughs> side and there's nothing next to Victor's face. And I'm just like, what the fuck? There's a giant shadow of my nose and my, my neck on the wall. And I'm just like, why? Oh, my God. I'm like, oh my God. There's nothing next to Victor. And I'm like, it's this giant mauve, like, drape. I and you see. can just see this giant pickled, I don't know, cauliflower thing and a, and a, oh and a worm. And I'm can just I like, please see this? <laughs> see, that's so I'm bad. Not sh- I don't want to show it to you. Hold on. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I can even show it. And a side note, you were in Reno and you won fucking two grand. Twice, yeah. But then, of course, we lost it. But You, you know, lost whatever. four grand? We did. <gasps> and then. And promptly spent it all? <laughs> I think we came home with it. I don't remember. I mean, you know, when you go up there, you win some, you lose some. So. I, it was funny when I saw that you won two grand on Farmville of all things. Well, uh, that was the funniest thing is, is because it's just like of all the, the games, I'm like, I, I hated Farmville. I'm like, now I love it. Well, what's so. funny is this is how different we are. You have the mind of a gambler. I don't. Now, I, I knew that you weren't coming home with that money because that's not how you guys roll. You, If you win it, you put it right back in so you can enjoy your weekend or however long you guys were there. Totally get it. I saw you one. I'm like, I would take, I'm like, well, she paid for her whole vacation. I mean, they paid for everything. Well, actually, our rooms were both comped. And so the only thing we paid for, yeah, because we had comped rooms. And actually, we wound up getting two rooms adjoined. So the kids had their own room. Finally. I mean, they're at the, you can't share a room with anymore. They're too old. Especially because we got married. We weren't going to be like, all right, kids, plug your ears. (laughs) Dad and I are going to go to the bathroom. We'll be right back. Well, I congratulations. <laughs> Did you see it? What's that? I sent you the picture. Did you see it? No. Hold on. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, you... first and foremost, you do not look like a beluga whale. Jamie, I need to carve out, like, a good, like, 95-degree angle of stomach. No, you look really... Hold on. Let me open the original so I can get a good view of this. I, it won't open for some reason. I got it open. Oh, there you go. Open original. Okay. Uh... All right. Love the shoes. Very yeah, cute. Yeah, those are my, my uh, Carrie Bradshaw shoes. Yes, I love them. They're, they're, they're your little uh, faux Manolos, which do not look faux. Uh, your legs look great. Your butt looks good. Your boobs look good. Your arm isn't fat at all. And, oh, <laughs> okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, he has nothing. I. It's the lighting because the shadow is behind him and in front of you. Like, why couldn't we have swap places? I mean, it looks like a Muppet. You know, what was, what's that like, Bert? It looks like Bert's profile next to your face, which is dumb. Why did they do that? I think she just wanted to make me look uglier. No. There's always the handsome one in the pictures. That's not true. First of all, okay. Opinions. Jimmy, I was wearing like three layers of Spanx. Okay. I couldn't fit any more Spanx under my body. Well, okay, but I don't think you don't. I, you're thinking you look fat. I mean, maybe for your perception of what you think you should look like, but I think you look amazing. And I, know, I still would think be I dead honest with you, and you know it. I still think I weigh 135 pounds, and I don't. Well, we all have that perspective. And you know what? If you, what, what was mom's mantra? 
You can dress it up any way you okay. want. You can put it in whatever you want, but it is what it is. But it that's is mean. That's that's not a nice thing to say. Well, I wouldn't say that to you. I don't think I wouldn't that. say that to anyone. I think that's mean. The only thing that I'm struggling with, honestly, is the is this weird candelabra that's it's in front of both of you, which is bizarre. <laughs> and these flowers. I mean, is there not a filter to save one's life? I mean, you know, photography has come a long way. Okay, I could have done a better travel... job. Okay. Fortunately, what maybe when it? you see the rest of the pictures, there is this giant, enormous, like, angel, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, s- statue on, on, like, this shelf behind us when mm-hmm. we were getting married. And she's like, if you stand a certain way, then you can hide it. Because I asked her, I'm like, can we, like, take that down and maybe put, like, a vase or something up there? Stand but here's a where, certain here way? Here were our options. They had the garden room, which basically looked like... <sighs> I know, linoleum with all these plants everywhere. I mean, it was nice. Um, and then there was like the, uh, it was like a Western room. All and right. it had like a wagon wheel and other things. And then there was this room. Now, I mean, it's it's fun for like whoever decides to, but I mean, we were just like a little more like dressy. dressy. Yeah. So <clears throat> this room made sense. <clears throat> but um, I just wasn't a big fan of the giant angel. But <clears throat> that's the name of the chapel, by the way. The lady was so nice. Her name was Sandra. Her and her mom, they've owned this place, I want to say, for like 30 years. Um, it's its Antique Angel Wedding Chapel in Reno. It's Now, in the summertime, or like the springtime, <clears throat> they're literally right there on the river. Like, there's a bridge going over the river, and their little shop is right there on the patio of the river. So mm-hmm. you can get married on the river in the summertime if you Why want didn't you? To. Oh, you can't do it in the daytime? Well, it's or... freezing right oh, now. I mean, okay. it, was, it was like 19 degrees when we got there, and it was raining. But um, <clears throat> but it was nighttime, too. But when you first get there, it's just got, like, little neon signs and, like, little silk flowers in the window, so you wouldn't even think that it's got all the things it has in there. But it's actually really nice, and she's so friendly, so accommodating, because we were supposed to get married at 5. Obviously, I wasn't ready. And what a shock. so I was still, you know, I look like a sausage with like no makeup on. And Victor's like, okay, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm not trying to rush you. It's 445. So I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, change the appointment. And I, of course he knows us. So he's just like, I'm not trying to rush you. I'm just letting you know. it's. He's like, I don't want to start. I, he goes, I don't <clears throat> want to start off on a bad foot. However, <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm just giving so you I'm some like, information. I'm like, well, why don't you just call her and tell her we're running like five minutes late. <laughs> Five minutes, and I weigh 135 pounds still. So he called her. He came back. He's like, "So good news." I'm like, "What?" And he says, "They're uh, six o'clock. It has come early." And so she said that they will. She will do them at five o'clock, and we can be there at six. I'm like, "Perfect." So a little bit later, um, <clears throat> please tell me my hair. Oh my I'm done curling my hair. He's like, "I'm not trying to rush you." <laughs> it's five. Paula. Why are you trying to drag your ass on this? I'm just trying to look nice. That's all. And time was going ahead. Of, and I had to do Olivia's hair first. You know what? So... This is exactly why I was annoyed that you didn't ask anybody to come with you to assist in this situation. Because it wasn't supposed to be a situation. Well, you allowed it to be a situation. And now here we are with a tardy bride and a, because... and a baby bridezilla who's demanding her hair be done for her day. Mm. Because I have an 11 and a half year old that I know, that's you know, what I wants said. to carry out her dream wedding because I'm deciding to get remarried for health insurance. And <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, did she have to have a tiara? We tried them on at Claire's, but or oh. she tried them on at Claire's and ultimately she uh, agreed to this clip and... Uh, I, I, de- I definitely understand your no-nonsense approach to nuptials, and I legitimately thought you guys were just going to do the certs and be done with it. Children change everything, especially since they were so happy that you guys are going for it again. Um, I, I think, you know, if anything, you know, I think fresh start, n- renewed attempts, it, it's all positive to me. And I will say on behalf of the listeners who cannot even fucking believe that you're doing this... Victor has changed significantly. He has made significant effort over the last eight to 12 months, I would say. Mm-hmm. It has not all been wine and roses. But the reality is, is that he has changed. And that is the only reason why I was not super apprehensive about this not surprising thing that was happening. All right. So that is eventful. Hopefully, uh, as far as health and all that, we obviously 
This is a journey that you will either decide to share or not share. Nothing serious at this point, but you know. Not yet, yeah. It'll be up to you to decide if you want to share it with you or not. Um, I will discuss with you what I did on our break because it was very, very boring, but eventful in the sense that I've never done it before. I'm curious to see how everything came out. Uh, yeah, it. You know what? It's the show would be way too long. So we will focus. We'll focus on what you did, which was what you told us. And now we're going to move on to some other things that occurred. Tanya Roberts lived and died twice. So is she alive or what? She passed away. She is. She is now deceased. What's funny about Tanya Roberts is I know she was on that '70s show, and that's how a lot of people knew her. But when I was really, really young, like six, seven years old, she Wasn't was on she Charlie's like Sheena of the Wolf or something like that. She was or? on Charlie's Angels. She oh, was like okay. she was like a replacement for Farrah Fawcett or something. I don't remember. There was there was a couple of rotating angels at some point. I just remember her, and I remember seeing her for the first time as a little, little girl going, oh, my God, she's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life because she had darker hair and these ice blue eyes. And to me, she was so beautiful. And when she was on 70s shows as an older woman, I mean, and not even that old, really. I think she was probably in her 40s. She was stunning then. Gorgeous. And I always remember going, why is she, why did they hook her up with this guy on this show? She's so beautiful. But anyway, she she did collapse. And I did read the other day that she passed away from a a septic infection that started as a UTI. (sighs) UTI, kidney infection, bladder infection, sepsis. And I'm like, this is that, you know, that probably all happened within a week. It does happen very quickly. And women, if you feel the pull, you can't drink cranberry juice. You got to get antibiotics. Please. So, you know, really, and, and a lot of, uh, she wasn't that old. I mean, she was 65, I think. That's young. But yeah, incredibly young for, for dying from a UTI, initial UTI, but she obviously, she had sepsis. I mean, she died because of a, a massive bacterial infection. But the thing is, is that people in their 80s, older people do die from UTIs and it makes you... Mm-hmm. You get confusion. You get almost what they think is dementia, but it's not. You're you're literally it, your whole body is just fighting this bacteria well, it's with infection. Yeah, and if it yeah. went in her brain or something like that, yeah. What a horrible thing, you know. And and of course, because we're very selfish thinking, the first thing I thought when I read that was like, you know what? Of all the things, can you imagine me dying? of a UTI. I can only imagine the pithy dialogue that you and my sisters would have. It's like, can you fucking believe this? Out of all the things, UTI really. I mean, I'd be that's like, well, the way at least to go. it wasn't cancer. <laughs> well, I thought that too. I'm like, you're like, well, she was so afraid she was going to die of cancer, and that is definitely not what she died of. Well, anyway, with that, uh, safe home to Tanya Roberts. Sorry she died. Um, there's been a lot of untimely deaths, obviously, over the last 12 months. Um, but, you know, we're I know, in a pandemic. So many celebrities dying of COVID. I don't even A lot of it. That. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's not the flu. So. You know, well, no, I just you would think that people would, I don't know, be more uh, protective. Or at aware, this, at I this guess. point, I, I have given up. <laughs> I'm like, I've well, just, well, you know, the thing wear is, the mask, I, don't wear the mask, wash your hands, don't wear, I don't, I give zero fucks. If you die, well, if you kill somebody, that's on you. You're the one that's got to sleep good at night, not me. Because well, I'm doing all wonders, I can. Even with the mask wearing and the hand washing and everything, I wonder if sometimes you can just still get it. Oh, yeah. I, I, that's, that's the thing. You're just, you're doing the best you can. It's not like you're going to say, I'm safe. It's like saying condoms work 100% of the time. They don't. It happens. I have a condom baby, for God's sake. So, you know, yeah. should well, happen. And I just think that, you know, you do have to go to the store and you do yeah. have to, I mean, and I guess it's just, you not everything is foolproof you just got to do the best you can do but um okay so before we move on to our ugly and awkward moments of the week because we both have them daryl and i went to costco uh the the day before new year's eve because we were waiting as long as possible we didn't want to go during you guys always go like the worst times ever actually nobody was there everybody had gone the weekend before because of christmas and so when we went there, first of all, they were out of a bunch of stuff, but we got what we needed because we buy like the dog treats and stuff there because we have these giant animals that just eat everything. And so we get bulk stuff. Anyway, so we're in Costco. We pull in to the gar- to the uh, the parking spot and we're sitting there for a minute just letting because, you know, Daryl's got that giant truck now. Mm-hmm. So the hydraulics have to lower so that I don't kill myself when I get out. Okay. And so um, we're sitting there. And this this guy, and I will say he was a cutie pie, probably in his early 40s, with a woman. They pull in with his work truck, and they're both fairly attractive people. She gets out, gets into a minivan, 
they wave at each other with a with a kind smile and he takes off as quickly as possible and she sits there i am watching a rendezvous end <gasps> like they met there took they just off had a romp i believe so oh my god she was sitting in her car she turns it on she looks up at me and she's all <laughs> she gets this she gets this weird smile on her face and leaves because i'm watching the whole thing going i know adultery when i see it <laughs> because yeah. i've been a part of it and i know exactly what's going on she's a like, minivan <laughs> though she's a total mom yeah i assume she it's met. probably first of all he was a construction oh, worker he's probably like a soccer dad or something he's like a friend that. that they know through sports of some kind and i mean no baby seat in the car but it was definitely no, a family car like you know she's got like boys or daughters or something right or da- and so she gave that me... are some sort of team sport and he's got kids that go and they uh-huh. probably met and uncomfortable oh, so she gives me this uncomfortable half-cocked smile well she probably was looking up. at you like oh my god do i know her and leaves <laughs> well exactly because i was watching the whole thing and daryl was like busy looking at an email for work and i'm just looking at and i'm watching the whole thing and i must have a shit-eating grin on my face because i'm like well because probably. i know you're just like part envious like how exciting no it's <laughs> please no not at all but i'm like you know what how pathetic can you imagine being like we've been getting away with it for so long can you imagine someone going costco really linda costco that's where you, know you thought you could get away with it? You don't even think about the location. You just think like, oh, usual place, yeah, blah, blah, No, blah. she probably lives in Folsom, and she's like, I'm going to Costco, but I'm going to the one 20 miles away, not the one that's right down the street from my house. So she didn't lie. You know what? I don't even remember even meeting at secluded locations. Are you it wasn't to- secluded. That was the problem. But my guess is if someone saw her car, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I saw Linda's car at Costco. You know, they wouldn't think a thing of it. It's a foolproof plan in her mind. She just didn't expect to see someone who looked at her and went, you've been fucking someone other than your husband. And it's clear <laughs> to me. And I caught you. We were watching I probably, Sebastian. Paula, I was probably in her brain for days going, did I get caught? Holy shit. For days. She probably thought that I was someone who knew her. Well, she had probably already concocted some kind of story. I'm sure. Like, we're like, yeah, I was there. But I mean, yeah. And then just like, <laughs> well, were you there by yourself? Like, well, I did bump into so-and-so. But right? I mean, it'd be like, for, like, well, yeah. But I mean, it was weird. I, pup- I parked right next to so-and-so and he was uh, getting in his car. I guess he said he had got gas there. But I mean. Oh, God. It's just, it's, it was just a beautiful thing because how rarely, it's like watching someone get pulled over after they've cut you off on the freeway. Oh, so you were like thinking it was fun that you busted them? It was just, I I, I don't give a shit what, I mean, I don't care, but but it, it made me chuckle to see it. That's all. I'm like, I know exactly. I don't really care what people do. I'm I don't like, care either. I'm that like, was the thing. For you for being I wasn't evil judging and... her. Yeah. <laughs> what if her husband's paraplegic and she can't have sex? I don't know. Wait, I don't know her life. I, I, okay, I really who knows? Don't give it that much credit. I'm like, good for you guys for having a jolly. <laughs> You'll probably get busted anyway. Anyway, I mean, so who I... who doesn't get busted doing that? Oh, everybody. No one gets away with shit anymore. You Actually, can't get I didn't. But <laughs> well, I got away with a lot, but. Yeah. Not now. In this day and age, I can't imagine getting away with it. Well, There's and actually, I think about it when I did do it. I'm like, I'm lucky I didn't get killed. Because Are you kidding? Because I think about the women they were married to, and Ugh. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Well, obviously, I wasn't old enough to think about what I was doing. <laughs> no, but we were now, very young. But when I was them at some point mm-hmm. in my life, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I would have fucking killed myself. <laughs> I'm not proud of this, but when I was younger, before I had kids or anything like, or I had any idea, you know, we had... The worst example of what it meant to be married, by the way, when we grew up. So adultery to us was like, whatever, you know, as long as we're the mistress, we don't care. Right. So one of the first one of the first guys that I slept with outside of, you know, my first boyfriend was married and his wife found out about it. And the only reason that I ended up not being a stain on the backcountry road somewhere was because she was fucking around, too. Mm. (laughs) And they got divorced. But it wasn't. So there was no love. She's just like, she's a child. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, most of them were the instigators. And I actually I went through a phase where I would only sleep with married men. And I think it was because I just didn't want any kind of commitment. And um, but now looking back. Having Ugh. been in their shoes, shameful. I was just like, 
Yeah. I mean, yes, it was shameful, but on the, I mean, but on the other point too, I'm just like, God, I'm like, I really could have been legit, like hurt and, yeah. and rightfully so because yes. I was just a little idiot, stupid girl that mm-hmm. had no clue what she was messing with. And Agreed. And I just couldn't, I had zero respect for anything. And, right. but I mean, I, it's probably because I, I just did, I literally didn't know any better. And so. I think the, I think the only, the, there was only one time, there was one time when I started to, I started feeling badly about it is I was fooling around with a cop who had five children and he was married <laughs> and he said, I've never done this before. I'm like, well, what, what in the world are you doing now? And oh, he's, he's like lying. He's like, I don't know. And it's like, I'm just so, I'm so far from home. <laughs> it makes me laugh now. He's I'm just so far liar. from home he and all this stuff. Line every I know. Time. He was so cute. And so ultimately I didn't do it. Ultimately yeah. I d- decided not to do it. And I'm like, I can't fathom this woman somewhere in the, you know, in the suburbs of Southern California. With your five children while you're out here. Fucking five ish. children. And here you are fucking around with some girl you met at a bar. I mean, it's so low class. I just was yeah, like, right. I can't be a yeah, part of this. Yeah, do you even want to screw that? I mean, that's gross. I didn't. And in fact, if I'm not mistaken, that is the last married. No. <laughs> that is the last. No. <laughs> what was the last actively aware? That was the second to last married. Man. That was the second to last time I did it. And then it was. Then I was absolutely. I got done. a bad taste of the last one. Just it took me. It took it all out of me. <laughs> then finally I was like, all right, that's it. Last one. No Jesus, more. I'm going to get married man of my own. Okay, one more time and then that's it. Yeah, it's really out of my system. <laughs> okay, now I really mean it this time. God. Yeah, basically. But I started developing a conscience after that one. Yeah. So, yeah, but not quite. But I did eventually I did stop sleeping with married men. I'm not proud of it, but I mean, you know, it is it is who I was. I'm not like that anymore, but. Well, like I said, I think for people depending on, I mean, obviously, no, I can't say that. I mean, I don't think a lot of people respect marriage depending on how they were raised because if marriage didn't really mean a ton in your house, how can you, how can you respect it? Right. If, if, if it really, you know, fidelity and, and, you know, uh, commitment and loyalty, if none of those things really a lot for, if they're just words. Right, if it was just a suggestion. And, and, and sanctity and sacredness and all of that mm-hmm. means nothing. And yeah. or you've never even heard of those words before. Yeah, you're like, How can what? you actually, and, and then you're with someone or you meet someone who it really doesn't mean much to them either. It's just like, hey, we're speaking the same language. So Exactly, exactly. So anyway, with that being said, there's shockingly not as many divorces uh, at the end of the year that I expected in the celeb world. Well, I think they all finally shook out. So. Yeah, I think we got them all at the very beginning when they lost each other when they lost their minds at the very beginning of the thing going i can't be around you anymore i'm out and now they're all single and ready to mingle so yeah, there's a lot of babies being born yes and and pregnancies a lot of is, engagements too lot, which, uh yeah there is you know what i'm kind of bothered by though is what? there's so many celebrities that they're just like well so and so is this and so and so i'm like who the fuck is that i don't know anybody anymore i know i'm just like they, they talk and they take these pictures of these people and i'm like they all look the same they all look like like um <laughs> knock off emily blunts with like red hair and they're just yeah like, well, she was on gossip girl she was on you know who the girl i this, know or the, know. The, the girl that or the you know i'm so this or pretty little <laughs> truth or i don't know it's just Pretty like you know liars. yeah yeah all these things that are like all these girls and i'm just like i've never even heard of any of them like none of i know them. i know and, it's so true and they all like walk the red carpet or they you know they're giving away awards and i'm like who i i'm like i don't even like to watch the shows anymore because i'm like i have no idea who any of these people are i don't know some people so. say that's a clue that you're old and out of the loop but i don't think that's true i'm super in the loop i do tiktok okay i know well, what's I going think, on i think they just make anybody famous now honestly i don't think it Yes. And there's nothing going on. There's nobody to look at. Everybody who has money is not in California, hiding in their houses. I mean, no one has seen Bradley Cooper in three years or or Julia Robert. No one's doing anything, you know, so it's like we have to find these idiots who are willing to wander around town getting their coffee bean because all the other smart people are hiding in Wyoming or Texas, you know. 
influencers are popular. And I'm like, for what? No, they're not. You know? <laughs> I mean, there's a couple that yeah. uh, actually, the ones that were really good, now they're actually on, like, you know, shows. Right. You know, they, They've crossed over. Like, mm-hmm. hosts on, you know, the soup or the talk or the spaz or the speech <laughs> or the, you know, whatever. The table or whatever. I don't know, sure. but... Next Actually, week, I you know, want to talk about TikTok, by the way. I'm obsessed. That pisses me off so bad that Jada Pinkett Smith is so horrible at her career. She had to create her own show so people would listen to her. And I'm just And like, her mother. It's that bad that nobody wants to listen to you or watch you on movies. Mm-hmm. You had to create your own platform just so you could be heard or you could hear yourself. And then hope other people would not even hope. I think she just did it so she could hear herself. Yeah. Like, listen to her own Kool-Aid. Drink her own urine at the table while she's listening to her own Kool-Aid. I wish I... You know what? That's horrible. Paula, you know what? That's the thing that we're missing. We do not believe our own bullshit. I wish we did. We'd be so much better off. (laughs) Anyway, with that being said, let's do some ugly and awkward moments of the week. the news about all my health issues um prior to that we had been talking about altering our diet even more than what we alter because i we always eat gluten-free because i i can't and we decided that when i became uh when i had celiacs that i wasn't going to cook two different dinners so we all just decided to go gluten-free but because you know i'm not terrible at cooking everything tastes pretty okay so when we found out about like the high cholesterol, the pre-diabetic, all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, well, Victor actually had mentioned it. He's just like, you know, he's like, I've watched a documentary once. I think it was called Fork Over Knives is what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's talking about people who go vegan. It completely changed like so many things for their health conditions. And they lose a ton of weight. They get way more energy. You know, they've reversed their diabetes, their cholesterol, their blood pressure, you know, all the stuff. And Victor has high blood pressure. So we're like, well, what if we just start trying some of the stuff? And so we've been making more vegan dinners probably like four times a week. And they're not bad if you get good recipes. So one of the recipes I found, it asked for something called sunchokes. And we'd never heard of them. Okay. We asked the lady at Sprouts if they had sunchokes. And she's like, I don't even know what a sunchoke is. And I'm just like, well. <laughs> we looked it up and remarkably Safeway had them. So okay. they had this little baggie. They kind of look like um, ginger. Yes. But they're a little spongier. Yes. And so I made like this this uh, artichoke Alfredo pasta with sunchokes in it. Okay. And it was really good. And so I was actually going to go to bed. But my stomach felt like a balloon. I was oh, so you're bloated. freaking gassy mm. and so i did not go to bed for several hours before because i just, <laughs> i i couldn't right. so the next day you know after we eat we always talk about how our stomach feels because ryan usually has an upset stomach but since we've been doing the vegan stuff his stomach feels great Good. and so i asked victor i'm like so i'm like did the dinner uh cooperate with you and he's like he's like i'm gonna be honest <laughs> i'm like what he's like i was so gassy this morning <gasps> i'm like really really yeah, and, with and all the so, vegetables. So I said, I'm like, he's like, I wonder if it was a sunchokes. So I'm like, how is that possible? It's like a potato. And no. so I looked it up and I said, so I just typed in Google sunchokes gas. And the first article pulled up and it says sunchokes, also known as fartichokes. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and so there's a whole article on how sunchokes create like an excessive amount of gas. And like it says, be careful serving sunchokes if you have guests, a date, you know, anything because that they create hilarious. like an, ex- an exuberant amount of gas. And I'm just well, like, oh, my go. God. I'm like, who would have thought like something as simple as like a little thing like that. But you got to be careful of these root vegetables because yes. you know, I don't know if ginger's a root or but I'm like these things that are like antioxidants. I'm like they can really fuck with your intestines. And so yeah. I asked Ryan later that day. I'm like, were you guessing this morning? He's like, I really was. And I'm like, it's oh, the God. sun choke. It's the fartichoke, Ryan. And so. That's enough of that. So, okay. So, uh, so the, the Todd's, a- 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 AKA the gassies. Yeah. 
Okay, so that was your ugly and awkward moment with Link is the fart jokes. Mine is really funny. So we did our final show and then we had a week leading into Christmas. Didn't really talk about it, but Daryl and I did go drive down to Arizona to see the new grandbaby. And it was really super fun, super safe. We, you know, regardless of what's going on in Arizona, everywhere we went, they were vigilant, man. So vigilant. So we got home because we drove because we didn't want to get on a plane. Oh, okay. We drove, which was fine. And I, maybe I'll tell you about it next week. It, it, was it wasn't uneventful. horrible, though. I mean, isn't that a really long drive? It was. It took us 13 hours to get there and 10 to get home. And by by the way, uh, driving through Palm Springs in the desert of Joshua Tree, it's some of the most beautiful land I've ever seen in my life in California. And I've seen almost every inch of the state. And it was unbelievably beautiful because we drove through the desert at sunset. And I've never seen colors like that in my life. It was absolutely spiritual. It was so beautiful. So we got home with three days before Christmas. (laughs) We got home really like we had no time, which is one of the reasons why your kids didn't get Christmas presents. I had no, I had no time. Oh God. And by the time I figured it out, you guys weren't even home and I didn't want to send Christmas presents sitting there for three days. So I thought I'm like, well, maybe after the new year, I'll send, I'll send them a little something. Um, I did send you guys a wedding gift, a family wedding gift, which you should be getting any day. That's sweet of you. So with that being said, you and I, more often than not, we exchange some kind of gifts. It depends on the year. It just, it's not a a tried and true, but I never give anything to Stephanie. And I don't know why, mostly it's because she drops off the face of the earth because she's so into her family. They just, they eat, they drink, they're merry. They're just, that's all they do. And so we never really hear from her. But this year we actually had been talking quite a bit. And I said, you know what? I want to get her, get her and her little family pod a little something. So we ordered her a little Bouche de Noel from the kids, the Mackenzie's Cafe, which is a chocolate Yule log, essentially. Uh-huh. So I yeah, went I to seen, go. I think I saw the picture of it. So I told Daryl, I said, hey, let's let's get one and then we'll drop it off on Christmas Eve or uh, or not. I mean, the day before Christmas Eve. And so he goes, OK, cool. So uh, we get it. We get in the car. I put a big bow on it. You know, I'm so excited. And we drive to her house. And I'm like, wow, their house is so clean. Like, not that she's not dirty, but it was like it had been repainted and that it was really super manicured and looked like the concrete was new. Like, I didn't realize, you know, that all of these renovations had occurred. So I get to her house. Daryl pulls in. There's a white truck there. So I walk up to the door and the neighbors are giving me a weird look. They have two little dogs that start barking and running toward me. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I'm like, oh, my God. So I get up to the door. I knock on the window. And she's got um, a camera, like a security camera, which isn't surprising because they had some issues with a neighbor. And so I'm, like, doing the peace sign. And I'm doing the, you know, like, uh, rock and roll, you know. And I'm like, ugh. And this woman opens the door. She's probably in her 30s. And she's like, hello? Now I go, hi, I go, is my sister here, Stephanie? And she goes, um, I think you're at the wrong house. I'm like, I'm at the wrong house. And she goes, I think so. And I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I walk away because in this day and age, she probably thought I was some insane person. Especially well, I would with- think so if you were making faces and yes. the devil sign in my Oh camera. my God. And the so kids I- are probably like, mom. So I walk back, <laughs> I walk back to the truck and Daryl goes, what are you doing? I go, I don't think my sister lives here. And so I call Stephanie. Luckily, she answered the phone. She's like, hello. And I go, do you still live on Orsi Circle? She goes, no, not at all. I live on Seashell Court. And I was like, oh, my God. And she's like, what? I go, I think I just terrorized someone who moved into your old house. She's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Literally was at the wrong house and made a fool of myself. And she's like, Jamie, you're going to end up going viral on some ring thing. And I said, I better not. Oh, my God, you might. With this giant Yule log chocolate <laughs> thing. So I go, and Daryl's like, Jamie, we were days away from the end of the year. Days away <laughs> from awkward moments. I'm like, I know. I can't. I cannot. Well, I mean, going out with a bang. So I finally show up at her house, and I'm like, here's your fucking cake. Because, of course, now Daryl and I are arguing. Here's her log. <laughs> here's your stupid log. She had to give me the whole run of the place. And I'm like, okay, so whoever moved into your house, they did a great job. It's really beautiful. Yeah, it looks nice. <laughs> and I'm like, and then when we pull up, I go, oh, yeah, this is definitely her house. <laughs> oh, how fun. So you had been there before. 
The last time I went to her house was when she lived at the old one because I had picked her up to do a Mother's Day day in Napa. And that was the first and last time that I was ever at her house. But she's lived at this new place for almost two years. And I've never been there. And I'm such a bad sister. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. And I'm like, how many times have I sent shit to that poor woman's house? Because I sent cards and stuff. I didn't think anything oh of it. Oh, my God. So she's probably like, it's finally her. She's, she's like, me. here she is. Finally, the stalker has arrived with a Yule log of all things. So anyway, it was that really so awkward. funny. Oh, my God. It was so awkward. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, Stephanie, I'm like, just take the log. Mary Grace. Oh my gosh, how funny. It was really, really awkward. I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, God, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I should have been, I should have known. But anyway, all right. Well, that's all I have. Next week, we will talk about my exciting experiences on our break. Yes. And we're going um, on a deep dive with We're going on a very deep dive into the 20,000 leagues under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> so, the whole thing was uh, we're going to talk about my health uh, procedure. <laughs> Mine wasn't all that bad, but maybe yours was. Different. You know what? No, it wasn't. But But the prep was. But we'll talk about it next week. So anyway. Happy New Year. Congratulations. Here's to new here's to hopefully incredibly good health and happiness and uh you know all the all the things with the stuff and we're super happy to be back. We hope that you are happy that we're back too. God bless America. Well, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week.